1: What That's you what you got to do. do. You can shut up. Yep. You know what you can do? You can shut up. Shut
0: up. That's how I'm we got start the show because, because you animals just love to talk all the time when I'm trying to record things. Uh, That's I mean, very yeah. true. This all show would be ideas. so much better if you just shut up and let me record the blank air. Your air. job is to
2: record us talking, but you're not wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, we started... Chatting 43 minutes ago. Yeah, these true. are facts. These are, these are facts. It would have been Solid incredible facts. to
0: capture all of these great jokes for the people, but
2: we didn't. We were get to making do it. so many jokes about teenage bears listening to Taylor Swift and parting yep. their hair aggressively. Yes. Nobody but you got guys em. missed all those jokes. Nobody
0: got these no, great, great bear jokes.
1: The story that you are all gonna get, the one I'm gonna choose that I be, choose to share with better you. Better be
2: better than Taylor Swift teenage
0: bears. Yep.
1: I hope so. This
0: is a tough mountain to climb. So
1: I'm going to the land of my people. Okay, uh, Krakow, Poland.
2: Okay. <laughs> I just heard crack at first. <laughs> and I was like, "What kind
1: of people?" I have crack people crack in my people. family. <laughs> my cracky people. My crack. Look, we like to walk around with our butt cheeks hanging just out the top yeah. of our pants. Just yeah, That's what we do. No, called the
2: Polish smile.
1: <sighs> oh <my God. laughs> That's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like to think of it more as like the Polish wink
3: you know you walk
2: and it it gums yeah, and goes kinda, and it winks at you a little bit you know what you the, they both work in different ways <laughs> flex your cheeks yeah, i mean it, every butt crack is different it's
1: yes every butt uh, every butt crack, every crack, butt is, crack is beautiful yep <laughs> sure disagree so recently <laughs> the crack house society for the protection of animals so animal <laughs> control in poland sure got okay. a phone call from a woman who was Uh, Saying there's a mysterious animal That is terrorizing locals in her neighborhood And it's sitting there from its perch in her tree That's like just two days Scaring people Just sitting there Oh my god is it Mothman? (laughs) Mothman No. Is joke this the Krakowian Mothman? It's, yeah. a, it's a vampire Mothman. So thinking that it was maybe an April Fool's joke, they're like, no. She's like, no, seriously. We're all too scared to leave our houses because it's just it's big creature. We don't know what it is. It doesn't look like it. it has arms or legs. It could be dying. It's just sitting there. It's so scary. So oh It still tracks with vampire. So animal I was control like, is this comes. like a bag caught in a tree? <laughs> so animal control comes mm-hmm. and... They're like, they take a look and they see this and they're like, well, I don't know what it is. And they get up close. It is a croissant that has fallen into a tree. A croissant? Croissant. Croissant? The How woman, big is this croissant I mean, it's that a, they it's felt carried like, by it? To but not fun. leave their
0: homes. Call the Guinness Book of World Records. This is the biggest croissant in the world to be afraid of The it.
1: woman believed it was some sort of iguana. Animal rescuers <laughs> hadn't dealt Again, with it. Again, why are you
0: scared to leave your, your home? Poli- what the fuck do Polish iguanas look
2: like? And or what the fuck do Polish croissants look like? I don't know. But all of Florida is like you were that scared of an iguana. And. LOL.
1: Yeah, here's the, here it is. So it is. Okay, that's <laughs> 100%. A croissant. croissant. That it's is just a, a croissant a, no, it's not even that big It's an. it armless, kind of looks like a teddy bear it's an armless legless iguana that is terrorizing the people of Poland Poland it this is why move, it doesn't have eyes this is why you have a bad reputation Poland. Poland also how are you this is
2: why you're conquered in every war because you're <laughs> too scared of a croissant yes just to leave your out there. homes yep. I can see being like there's a weird thing in that tree huh have to go huh. get groceries yep yep like,
0: but they cowered and covered in place in their own homes.
1: Somebody called for dropped, backup. Was like, what is this? Called
0: the government agency responsible for removing croissants from trees and said, we can't move. <laughs> We're it's the Krakow so- Croissant Agency.
1: Yeah, we we remove uh, croissants from trees that are scaring you, like and pastries. My guess is a bird picked it up, dropped it into the tree. And the people of this neighborhood are dumb. My guess is youths threw it in the tree. Oh, oh
2: street, 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 out and
0: robbed a local bakery. Yeah, <laughs> and through, through croissant gangs in Krakow. gotten
1: baked goods into the trees. Take that croissant. We're the baked good bandits. <laughs> Doesn't have a great ring We're to the it. bakery boys. <laughs> yeah. And girls. And girls, the bakery people. Yes,
0: the bakery youths.
1: There it is. Yes, the BYS.
0: <laughs> be wise. Be I afraid of the BYS. Be, Get it. Be
2: wise. It's a croissant. It's a croissant.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that they, happened in Poland.
2: I, it, I mean, maybe it's just my can do American attitude, but I think if I was that scared, upset about it. I would go investigate. Maybe this is also why I would die in a horror movie immediately. What What's is that, that noise sounds? downstairs? Go Hark. Look. Hark. Let me investigate by myself. I shan't need a flashlight.
1: No, my eyes will protect me.
2: <laughs> I will be fine. Mm-hmm. I will not appear in the sequel. No. But I think I would be like, what is that? Oh, it's still there. Huh. And then I would go look at it. Yep. And then I think if I couldn't closer... If I couldn't tell what it was, I'd just be like, huh, that's weird, but it get, doesn't seem to be alive. I'd get a stick, maybe po- poke it, something to be like, what is I don't, that? I might be afraid it was like a wasp nest or something. Oh,
0: poke it, let it fall I'll to the ground. You. Let the flaky, buttery goodness slap you in the face.
1: Also, free snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, free I mean, croissant. And now those animal protection people have a free croissant. Their taxpayer money is yeah. help. Is helping keep Krakow safe yeah, from, from roving bands
2: from rogue of buttery flaky baked goods.
1: Yeah, who leave them in trees to scare the
2: elderly. I had heard that, like, I'd seen, I'd seen some headline that was like "cryptid discovered to be croissant," and I was like, I just didn't read on. That was the one. I was
1: unaware people were afraid of it. People were legit like, lock your doors, don't go outside. It's a pastry hide your kids hide your wife <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna find you
2: i'm gonna find you and <laughs> you can go and tell that oh man such a
1: flashback you. um that's insane yeah i i thought that was pretty good i mean our well emo-
0: obviously we have a croissant yeah. in the trees what it's I, a croissantosaurus
1: what i do like is the story did. Point out that the animal control people did laugh in this woman's face. Did they, they remove the croissant they or leave it there they to re-
2: continue to harry her? Uh, they removed said croissant. I like it if they made it stay. They were like, you must wear this croissant as, as a your, badge of shame. This is your scarlet
1: letter S. Yes, exactly. A, your scarlet A. You forget that pastry. Or they made her wear the pastry. They turned yeah. it into a necklace. Make her eat the pastry. All of these things this just feels like an overuse of policing yeah this agreed i agree defund animal control Mm. (laughs) defund the crack out croissant control (laughs) there's no need for them this is unneeded bureaucracy oh my god
2: uh that is funny though but you know what's also funny (gasps) hi Hi! (laughs) it's me i'm
1: funny welcome to the booze and Bruce podcast
2: we are the podcast where we tell each other ghost
1: stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer, and we would just have fucking eaten that goddamn I would croissant. Been, I probably would have eaten that croissant. Well, depending on how long it's in the tree. I mean, I'm it was sure out it there for not, days. It's probably not. Yeah, if it's great. a multiple
0: day croissant, no. But if, no. if it was just like there, fresh that day,
2: croissant, maybe. Yeah. Fresh. Also, I know if we've now transitioned. Rained. We've transitioned away. Are there no birds in Poland? Apparently, birds <laughs> don't exist. <laughs>
1: To you think that,
0: those birds would have gone absolutely bananas for that shit? I just think about like
2: the seagulls on yeah. the beaches here, just that trash. will like eat take food out of your mouth legitimately. Yeah, and all these birds just passing up a delicious croissant in their native habitat, which uh, yeah, uh, it, it they someone Doordash that croissant
1: to them. You know, maybe the birds of Poland don't like French people or French pastries.
0: Maybe, maybe they don't. It's like, like freedom a, fries. Maybe they don't like a meal they didn't earn. Maybe these pull themselves up by their bootstraps kind of birds. Oh, Maybe by their boot feet.
1: By their boot feet. That's <laughs> their colw. Their tal Their, their talent
0: straps. Oh, Jesus. Gross.
2: Gross. Anyway, I don't think we're talking about birds or croissants this week. Oh, good. You don't know? <laughs> I don't know. My story. If I had to total totally guess.
1: No, there's no birds or croissants in my story.
2: No, because this week our beer is Campfire Amplifier from yeah. Dogfish Head. Yes. Um, and it's got this really fun. I think it's a marshmallow with an upside downy face and yeah. a dog playing a guitar. guitar? Yep.
1: With an amplifier that's on fire. Perhaps it's a
2: uke. A, a frequent
0: uh, scene at any local campfire. Tell, me, oh, tell also, me one where you haven't seen an upside down marshmallow head man and a dog playing ukulele.
1: Also, the oh, dog has a ass. crown. Yeah, and the dog is wearing he's a crown. He's king
0: of the dogs. Hell yeah! Yeah, dog king, baby.
1: He's yeah. king of the dogs, and he has
2: fingers and an opposable thumb. Yep. Yeah, And he's a hell of a ukulele he's player. A, he's he a really dog-human hybrid. Um, but Time we campfire amplifier. Let's talk about those classic ghost stories you tell each other while sitting around a campfire. Yeah. Mine's those ghost those story. deep legend ghost stories that like everyone's as someone someone's neighbor's brother's cousin's dog right
1: who has happened to them for it's real right or it's just like a story because mine is not a ghost story uh because i do what i want um you do what you want. I it's almost, just like one of those like yeah stories you just tell around the camp to spooky scary your friends spooky scary stories I so almost you're with your honey and you're
0: well. making out when the phone rings. You answer, and the phone is, who What is are you phone? doing with my daughter? You tell her, the girl, she says, My dad is dead. Then who
3: was
2: phone? Who was phone? Who was That's phone? actually a great example of a campfire short. It is. Thank who you, was dear. Phone? Yes. Who was found? that would be the big reveal with the flashlight under your chin. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, is found? And
3: who was. Found? <laughs> who was. Found?
1: And then you shove your like ninth s'more into your face. Hell yeah. 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 No. But so this week I actually did a campfire ghost story. Congrats. Okay.
2: You I followed did, the assignment. I did. I was uh, my original thought when we picked the topic was to do an, an, a not ghosty one. Mm hmm. Um, I was going to do the um, Humans Lick 2. Oh, story. yeah, yeah. That one's so gross. Because I was like, ooh, true crimey twist. You know, I love a true crime. But I was like, this is too dark for where my mindset is at. Oh, yay. Okay. So I'll bring you there. I'll <laughs> just do some fun ghost stories because those are dead people. Yeah. Whereas the Humans Lick 2 is a dead dog. It's much sadder to me.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <clears throat> anyway. Uh, also, if you don't know that story, Google it. It's, it's gross. 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 Um, it's gross. So I'm going to tell you the legend of the vanishing hitchhiker. Yeah. Okay. So again, very common campfire trope. The they're, the basis of the story is um, that this single guy is driving down a road, a dark uh, abandoned road late at night and his headlights come upon a young woman, normally in like a very pretty white dress, mm-hmm. walking alone at night. Yeah, dangerous. He's like, I should help this woman out. So he stops and picks her up. Mm-hmm. Um, she She's always like alone by herself. The man is always alone by himself in the car. Um, she's normally either completely silent mute or she barely speaks. Mm-hmm. And if she does speak, she will say like, this is where I live. This is the address where I'm going. And he will start to drive in that direction. Um, the version of the story that I grew up with is that she's been walking out in the nighttime in the cold. She's cold. Yeah. So the man gives her his jacket to like warm up. Nice. Um, and then he's driving her to the house that she said she lived at. And then suddenly she's like, stop. As they're like halfway there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in front of a cemetery. And then he'll be like, why are we stopping here? And then she'll either get out of the car, walk into the cemetery and disappear. Or she'll just disappear from the fucking car. Hey, who
3: was
0: Hitchhiker?
2: And who-, who was Hitchhiker? Um, so then the man is like, whoa,
1: weird. We're so weird. So Where'd weird. She she go? Then the next,
2: so then the next day he will continue on to the house to be like, hey what happened to this girl I met last night? Mm-hmm. And the woman in the house, normally the mother will be like, she's been dead for 15 years. <laughs> that was my daughter. She's been and, dead for
0: 15 years. Dead yeah. stare.
2: And then, and then the mom will be like, she's buried at this cemetery. And mm-hmm. he's like, that's so weird. That's where she wanted to get out. So he'll go to the cemetery, find her grave, And his jacket will be over her tombstone.
3: Yes.
0: So this
2: is the version of the legend that like I heard. Yes. Um, And then he jacks
0: it over her tombstone. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: He jacks it continuously into that jacket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Works
0: on a lot of levels.
2: For sure. (sighs) That's a good point. So this like a version of this legend is prevalent all over the world. And the earliest recorded like printed version of it is from eight 1970. Wow. Oh, wow. Which obviously was like a carriage or a yeah. horse. No, it was a car. This is just, <laughs> look, the future is the past. future is a time traveling ghost. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, and it comes from, like I said, all over. So, there's versions of this in um like Korea and China. There's a version that comes from like, it's a big legend in like old timey czarist Russia. Huh. Um, and, but it's most prevalent in the United States where it's mostly in the South, except for a strip of the Midwest. Mm. Um, I'm but thinking, there's,
0: I was just thinking about the Russian version where this guy like picks up a hitchhiking bear. And, like, yes. And, he, and he, gives guy. her his big, his big furry hat. his <laughs> big yes. furry yes. hat because it was cold. a naked bear.
1: Yeah. And the bear yes. is cold. He says, Sexy I thank bear. you.
0: And then, and then Nicholas allows me in and has borscht.
1: Yeah. No, I ha-
2: I pick a big sexy bear. Where bear go? Where, yeah, bear? where the bear? Then are going who to was marry. bear then who Make sweet love to bear. <laughs> also, where is head? Where's my head? <laughs> then who was hit? <laughs> Who's head? Yeah. Um. So, uh, so the American versions, like I said, predominantly across the South, and like the are biggest within the um the LDS, the Latter Day Saints community, really, and like out of the Ozarks, which is weird. Very different peoples. Do we know why? N- not really. Okay. Um, and my research shows that a lot of the American stories come out of the Midwest, mostly Chicago. Huh. Um, so, like I said, it's a very old-timey legend, so much so that in nineteen forty two, the uh, renowned American folklorists, Richard Beardsley and Rosalie Hankey Hanky, Hanky decided, hell yeah, yes, Rosalie Hanky, they decided to do a big in-depth sort of like, where did this come from? Oh. What are the origins of these stories? Like, let's do some research. That's cool. So they reached out and got they got seventy nine handwritten. Firsthand accounts of a hitchhiking, a vanishing hitchhiker. Wow. Which, if you think about that in the fucking forties, that's crazy. Yeah. That they Mm -hmm. managed to get a sample group of seventy-nine people. Yeah, the ghost will follow you home. The ghost will follow you home. Ten too many, or the or you follow the ghost home. You tried to. You tried to. Um. So they broke it down into four basic categories of the hitchhiking ghost. So the first version is where um, the hitchhiker says, I live at this address Mm -hmm. sometime along the drive, vanishes within the car. Okay. Okay. Um, They go continue on to the address to find out that the hitchhiker was dead Dead. before they picked them up. Okay. So this like very basic version um, was by far the most prevalent of the 79, 49 of them were basically this. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Um, so the second version is that the hitchhiker is an old woman. Old woman. And w- before she disappears from within the car, she tells the driver of this catastrophic event that's going to take place. Oh. She warns them of <laughs> She's impending a danger. Doom.
0: Yes. Be sure and tell them yes. Large Marge sent you. Yes.
2: <laughs> I was picturing Mothman, but sure, Large, large Marge. Large Marge is way better. <laughs> Don't go to the World's Fair. <laughs> Um, so a lot of these versions of the story came out of the 30s so again they were doing this research in the early 40s but they came out of the 30s and they um, the people could tie it back to there was this big disaster at the World's Fair Mm -hmm. or it's like they assumed um, World War II oh okay. okay Um, like World War II or the end of World War One, Like, very specific, they'll be like, there's something terrible that's gonna happen in the Pacific. And then she's, they're like, oh, the old lady of ghost was right. They bombed your, uh, the Hawaii.
1: I just, yeah. she just knew.
2: Um, so, so this version, uh, it's, is one of them that's predominantly from Chicago. So they got nine v- versions with the old prolific lady. Yeah. All nine of them came from people who lived in the Chicago area. Oh. Um, and so the third version is that the hitchhiker is not a hitchhiker, but they meet the Demon? they meet someone Demon. waltzed out and about. Oh, okay. So uh, the most common version of this is that they met a woman while like out dancing, okay. and then they go to drive the woman home, and the woman disappears at some point within the journey. And this is also and then they go and they continue on the journey, they find out that the ghost is that the woman was a ghost. Yeah. Um and this is also the version where it's the anniversary of the death, death. of the woman. Okay, Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, that,
0: that's a classic, yeah. yeah. That feels yes. right.
2: Um, most of these also came out of Chicago. Oh. Um, and then the fourth version is that the hitchhiker is not actually a guest. Damn it. But is a god or a deity. Oh. And it will either warn them off of some impending danger or will reward them for being a good Samaritan and stopping to pick up a hitchhiker who needed help. Huh. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so the most prevalent version of this comes out of Hawaii, where the god Pele is known to like be hitchhiking along very rural mm-hmm. roads, and if you stop and help Pele, Pele like gifts you a boon for yeah. being a good person. Yeah,
0: because what she because do- she is a volcano <laughs> goddess, and when you pick her up, she melts through your car, so she buys you a brand new Subaru.
1: New one, yeah. There yeah. we go, a brand reasons. new Subaru Every you're going to need for driving through those rainforests. Yep. yep. <laughs> you got to
2: outrun a volcano? Do it in a Subaru. Subaru
1: hashtag sponsored <laughs> they've got those wraparound airbags man incredible they're amazing um, amazing sunroof I'm why, here for why it why do you, you think everybody in through. the why do you think everyone in the pacific northwest drives one? Oh my god because the of <laughs> volcano goddesses <laughs> because yes because the pacific northwest
2: rife with eruptive volcanoes. volcanoes yes you can't spit without
0: hitting an, a volcano
2: a volcano um, with hippies so, yeah so the version of this legend that i sort of like zoned in on um was version number three because when i think of the vanishing hitchhiker i think of resurrection mary yes which is i think the most well-known version of the vanishing hitchhiker story Mm -hmm. so resurrection mary obviously is a chicago-based legend she's uh known to be the most famous ghost in chicago Oh. Um and her her story comes from the 1930s where Mary was a a young beautiful woman. She was out on a date at a dance hall dancing with her with her boy, with her boo, with her boo-boo, and um they get in some sort of fight. She's like fuck you. Um, he throws her into the car runs her over several times he he murders her classic (laughs) no it's true crime no so she is just like no fuck this and decides to walk home all along her walk home she gets um, hit by a car normally hit and run driver um, and dies they never find who did it they bury her at a cemetery and then her ghost comes back Mm -hmm. to like get more dates well yeah you get lonely in the afterlife
0: yeah, not for so, revenge, but to get that date. D. That's what's up. Get that up. D. Hell yeah. Yes.
2: So in so there's lots of and because Resurrection Mary is a well known ghost story and has existed since the 30s, there are hundreds of firsthand accounts of people interacting with Resurrection Mary mm-hmm. on the internet. A bunch of them. They start in the 30s, and the most recent one I found was from like 2017.
1: Wow. How I'm many? Sure how many? Go- how, many B, how
0: many BJs? Oh, Ninety five. <laughs> 95. 95. How many raw dog HJs?
1: 107. I'm just saying she's out on yeah. the prowl, my dudes. I mean,
2: I think she's going straight for anal.
1: Oh, because she can't. You know I mean, even dig yourself out of your fucking grave, make once it a year, it. make it worth it. Yeah. Don't you don't
2: come back as a ghost to give someone an HJ. Good point. That's a great point. You, you come back me. from the dead
0: to get it in the two hole.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or like you know, wherever maybe you she want wants it. people to eat her out. You know, yeah, you yep. never know.
0: What what do they what do they call Chicago? Brown Town, Resurrection Mary, loves bust, it in the butt stuff. I mean, butt stuff. Look, connect the dots, people. <laughs> and The dots go straight up the butt.
1: Yeah, Chuck Tingle,
2: <laughs> pounded
0: <laughs> in the butt by
2: Resurrection Mary.
1: Mary. <laughs> yeah
2: join our our patreon get pounded in the butt by chuck Yeah. um (laughs) so in in but in most versions of this legend um there there is some differentiation between the first hand accounts but in pretty much all of them she is a beautiful young woman she's blonde haired, blue eyed and she's wearing some sort of like party dress in some versions she's like leaving prom or something Mm -hmm. um but she's always in some sort of like very beautiful party dress um and in a lot of them, she meets um, these men out at a dance club. So she's out dancing. Yeah. These men will dance with her. A lot of the men who do dance, with, some men were like, there are accounts where they're like, I kissed her. Like, Whoa. we made out. Ooh. I fucking sucked the tonsils of Resurrection Mary. Of a, of a ghost. Um, but but the people who dance with her say. She just, she just say, brought my
0: penis back from the dead. Just like a fucking vampire. Just whoop. Rigor mortis, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Um. So in, but she's always cold to the touch. Mm-hmm. They, like one guy well, was like Chicago. inside Maybe and out. It's winter time. Gross. Gross. Um. She's always like not that chatty. Mm-hmm. Um. Sometimes she doesn't speak at all. But like some most of the time she does have little conversation. But she's not a chatty girl. She's just not there to bone. Ghost. Yeah. She's really just there to bone. Don't blame her. Um. And yeah so there's also versions of her where she is hitchhiking where someone picks her up on a road i found one where someone picked her up at a bus stop and i was like maybe don't pick up single women from bus stops that seems creepy well now it's especially creepy yes and there was some this from cab drivers who like picked up a, a fare, like a cab yeah. fare, and then she fucking disappeared out of the cab at one oh, point so they get no money that's yeah. So one of these stories, so I'm going to tell you the firsthand accounts of two specific ones that I liked the best. Okay. So one of them is from January 31st. Fir- it's from a January 31st um, issue of the Suburban Tribune. Okay. Which is the newspaper in Chicago. And it's from 1979. Okay. okay. Um, and it's written by a gentleman people, named...
0: 1979. Oh. Um, Smashing pumpkins. And this was Smashing written, written uh, from Chicago. From Chicago. Whoa. Browntown handjob butt stuff. Done. D-
2: Connect the us, people. Wake up, sheeple. um It was written by a gentleman named Bill Geist. Um, Bill Geist. So Geist he interviews ghost. Geist.
0: Geist. Ghost. Ghost. Brow, down.
2: Brow down. Brow down. Do the math. <laughs> oh, God. So the cab driver's name is Ralph. Ralph, okay. And Ralph, uh, Bill found Ralph because Ralph, like, ran into a bar across the street from Resurrection Cemetery Mm -hmm. to be like, this woman, like, stiffed me on my cab fare. Where'd she go? Oh. And then they find out through the telling of the story that it's Resurrection Mary, and she just, she disappeared because you were driving past. Resurrection Mary lives in Resurrection Cemetery, which is a pretty well-known cemetery in Chicago. It's also mostly, um, like, Polish Mm -hmm. descent, which explains the blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, So the cab driver comes in and he's like, talk about this woman who disappeared out of his cab. And they're like, well, who was it? And he says, she was a looker, blonde, young, gross. 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 Ew, (sighs) buddy. Yeah, so he said that he picked up Mary and he was driving her down Archer Avenue, which most Resurrection Mary stories include going down for miles down Archer Avenue. Archer Avenue is where Resurrection Cemetery is. Um, so he was driving down to an address that she had given him. And then when she got outside the cemetery, she's like, here, here, and like makes him stop. And then he's like, why are we stopping here? And he looks around for a house because it's not a residential area. Yeah. And by the time he looks back in the back of his car, she's gone. Oh. Stifter. Um, yes. And the him. as Bill Geist so helpfully tells us that this story is probably true because, quote, Ralph is not an idiot or a maniac. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Journalism in 1970s. He's a drunk, but he's not he's an not idiot. He's not an idiot
2: or a mean Not even nor, but he's not an idiot or a maniac. maniac. Thank you, Bill Geist. Thank you, Bill. um So that was this mm-hmm. cab driver's story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tavern that he ran into to be like, this woman disappeared and stiffed me on this fair, is a tavern called Chet's Melody Tavern. Okay. And a lot of these Resurrection Mary stories sort of originate or um, come to a crescendo here at the Melody Tavern. Ah.
0: Crescendo um, Melody Tavern.
2: What? I love um, it. Which, which is directly across the street from the main gates of Resurrection Cemetery. All right. So then, within Melody Tavern, we meet an old man named Vince. Hello, Vinny. Hello, Vince. And I assume Vince's story originates from the 30s. Okay. Um, this was an article written in like the early aughts Okay. So he would have been very old. Um, but he talks about his um like cabriolet that was brand new and how he was putting brill cream in his hair. So I assume it was the 30s. Oh gosh. <laughs>
0: Little devil, do you? Yeah. yeah. I can imagine that he, he just got this brand new car, puts that brill cream in there, leans his head back on the headrest.
2: Big greasy Big spot. Big greasy spot. Yeah, yeah. He, he talks about he put he put enough in so that if he kept all of the windows down in his brand new car, he wouldn't, and go wouldn't go anywhere. Must the hair. He
1: That's also was very excited
2: cream. to be wearing a tie with like hula dancers on it he's a very cute old man he's a fashionable gentleman he paints a picture he also like explains it like so he goes out and he's dancing at the O. Henry Ballroom which is kind of where the origin of Mary's story is is that she was the O. Henry Ballroom is where she was dancing by the way, they have done a lot of research to try and figure out who Mary is. They have two very feasible suspects. We're not going to get into it because it's a whole lot. Okay. Okay. But there's like, there's there's records of like young Polish women dancing at the O. Henry Ballroom. And dying. dying. in a car crash on the way home around in this time in the 30s. That would make sense. Okay. One of them is like a 14 year old. So I choose to believe it's not her.
1: I would hope it's not her because if boys are trying to make out with a 14 year old, that's illegal yes. even in the afterlife yes exactly or like ralph
2: being like she's a real looker she's, she's a child she's a child she's that's a child. a child yeah so i have no to to believe it's the more adult version yeah um anyway you know so, you're wrong but yeah so vince meets up he's going to dance at the o henry ballroom it's a jazz club oh he's got and a lot of shoulder he's gonna do some jazz and shoulder um, dancing. And he, like, finally works up the courage to ask Mary to dance. And they dance a bunch of fast dances together. And then finally they dance a slow dance, so they get to talk a little bit. He learns that her name is Mary. Um, They live in the same neighborhood. Vince is nervous that she's going to want to go home with him because Vince still lives with his parents. (laughs) Um, and, uh, he says, like, while he's dancing with her, she's very cold Mm -hmm. and she's uh, self-conscious about the fact that she's so cold. And he, like, tries to make her feel better by saying, like, like, you're cold on the outside because you have such a warm heart. Oh, oh, also dating in the 30s. Right. That's so cute. Um, so then they spend the night dancing and he's like, this is great. I would love to see you again. And she's like, yeah, that would be great. But, like, can you drive me home? And he's like, of course we live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So he goes to drive her home. Um, They get... They're driving down Archer. They start to drive past Resurrection Cemetery. She's like, stop. And he's like, why are we stopping here? And then she gets out of the car. She walks around to the driver's side door. She leans in, gives him a little kiss, and says, I have to go, and you can't follow me. Whoa. And then she walks to the gates of the cemetery, which are locked at night. Yeah. She walks to the gates of the cemetery. She, like, touches the lock and disappears. Whoa. Whoa. And he's like, "What the actual fuck?" So then the next day he goes raging
1: hard on at this old man.
2: Well, it's the thirty, so I don't think he thought he was going to get some, but I think he was going to go home to his parents' house and jack it real hard. Sticks his
0: penis directly in the keyhole of the lock or in the 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 cemetery.
2: Fucks he fucks the shit out of that cemetery lock. Ah. It is lubricated for the morning.
0: And to this very day, I can't finish without being at least 10 feet from a
2: gravestone. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to get so many tetanus shots. Yep. Oh. Don't yuck my yum, kids. <laughs> um, so so he, the next day, he goes to the address, and he asks for Mary. Mm -hmm. And he meets Mary's mother and Mary and and the mother is like, unfortunately, Mary died like four years ago. Oh, Um, and she's like, how did you meet Mary? And he makes up some story about they went to school together, but then he moved out of state to go to college. So he was just like back home visiting and looking her up and didn't know she had died. Okay. And the mom is like, well, I'm sorry that I had to be the one to tell you. But if you want to go pay your respects, she's buried at Resurrection Cemetery. Oh, man. Um, so he's just like, "Yep, nope, no, thank you." I'm and good. And he actually does go to try and find her, but he's like, "I don't know her last name."
1: Oh, just, and, and like, like Mary, no. and Mary is not an uncommon last uh, especially first name, especially because, like, even the woman
2: they think is Resurrection Mary, her middle name is Mary. Uh huh. Um, but so but he, he found the mom. He, he yes, but he, it's but he because he knew the address, he didn't know their oh, last right, name. Oh right right right
0: right 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 right
2: yeah. Um, so he goes to um, to the cemetery and he d- he can't find her because he doesn't know where her last name is but while he was there he starts talking to like a security guard and the security guard is like oh yeah that woman in the white dress she's here most nights she's a ghost oh man <laughs> um, so though that's Vince's very cute story but so if you want to know more about Resurrection Mary you can go to Chet's Melody Tavern as of the last article I read it was still open I don't oh, know wow. COVID and everything but it was still open and every Sunday they they leave a Bloody Mary at the end of the bar just in case Resurrection Mary ever decides to come across the, st- the street and pop in for a drink. Wow.
0: Now, has anyone ever attempted to drink it?
2: Uh, I'm sure because it's drunk in chicago i'm sure, I'm sure i just want to know if, if if a it
0: happens and b if they get mad or c if mary gets mad oh. i'm sure
2: the bar would get mad because it's like a thing like we right. make this drink for this ghost it's a story it brings people in the door right You're ruining our fucking pull for tourists yeah, yeah. and plus, um, you i don't didn't pay for that i don't know that mary gets mad although how would we know that's true. We've He's never seen like when to this she barn, some... She says,
0: "Hey, um, I give you, the, uh, take me to the graveyard," and they go to the graveyard. And then she's like, "Get out here!" And then she, and then she gets a blowy and bites his penis off with her ghost teeth. That's how you know. Don't <laughs> drink that blood Mary
2: or maybe because it's a bloody mary maybe if you drink resurrection mary's bloody mary and then you go home maybe resurrection mary claws through your mirror like bloody mary like, and like, murders you uh, and how would they ever know to connect the dots they won't because they they're
1: wouldn't. two different urban legends yep oh i've scooby-dooed it ah. i've solved every unsolved murder in chicago. in chicago ever
0: this is hot shit. All resurrection
1: mary she's horny and murderous done hell yeah tracks for me makes sense that's why she's the best vanishing hitchhiker (laughs) yeah i'm gonna call the chicago pd and be like listen to our episode we figured it all out we have we have figured it all out anyway that is my campfire story yay
2: i love it i like
1: it that's good shit that's
2: good yeah so stick around and you're gonna hear another one
0: Hey everybody, it's your old pal Billy Brill Cream, and I'm here on behalf of the Booze and Brews podcast. Hey, go to iTunes and submit a review. I'm tired of asking, you should just do it. Also, I'd like to thank Catherine for her generous donation to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Brews, where there are audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches that incredibly talented engineer Bob does. Give him your money, you can't get better than that including $5,000 them undies. Also, Max Who Likes Rocks, thank you so much for your drawing of Japan. Wasn't Indonesia, but pretty good. Also, <laughs> social media websites, you got them, we got them, you can talk to us on them. We've got an Instagram at. Who's
1: Bruce Podcast.
0: We've got a Twitter at. Who's Dan Bruce. And we've got a Facebook at. Who's Dan Bruce. All right, that's enough from me. Now back to the Brill Cream Sponsored Show. Beep, beep, beep,
2: beep, 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 pew, 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 pew. And now shots? it's
1: back to the Because I feel like all good campfire <laughs> stories involves a man with a shotgun or a pistol. Sure. It's yes, because bang, bang, they shot me down. Yeah. What bang, bang.
0: about if a man has bril cream?
2: No. What about then, a, we sh- then we have to shoot him twice as hard to get through that bril cream yeah.
0: armor. Shotgun full like of bril cream. Hey, that your old coif isn't looking so quaffed, and I shoot you in the face with bril cream and now your hair looks incredible.
1: <laughs> anyway, because I am who I am, um, I'm going to open my campfire story with a little bit of history on the campfire story. I'm going to do a history because of campfires.
0: In I ancient am. times, cavemen Man discovered were fire. cold and were like, this sucks. And then lightning struck a thing and they were and like, like fire. fire kicks ass because yeah. it's warm. So You're they were like,
2: Icarus stole fire from
1: the gods.
2: <laughs> but then
0: flew too close to the sun and his wings melted.
1: Ah, no. So campfire stories in North America. Okay, uh, those that we know them today date mm-hmm. back to the mid 18th century, and likely we used by soldiers or frontiersmen as a way of staying awake during overnight lookout shifts.
0: Well, so like oh. they just have like scare the piss out of each other, and you stay an- awake
1: because yeah. they because they ain't got that Dunkin' Donuts coffee to keep no, them going. They have nothing but beans, and as we They're all like, know, beans make you fart and they make you sleepy. They goes They, they are they-
0: a magical fruit. Then who was Pony Express, and they all
1: go. ah! ah super who was shotgun <laughs> <laughs> uh, those stories usually are either ghosty stories or based on urban legends which if you tell them right will definitely keep you awake at night oh yeah man yeah, yeah, yeah. big scary ghost biting off your dick yeah and <laughs> <laughs> and according to a 2014 research article the campfire story actually they believe helped shape cultures as we know them today like human culture and may have helped us all understand each other and cooperate with one another. Understand. Mm -hmm. Basically foundation of humans. Why we're such a social kind of group of people that we are now. Campfire story or at least stories around a fire at the end of the day they think shaped not necessarily
0: that. spooky stories no just, just stories. talking
1: yeah but just like talking bonding time over the fire over a meal kind of thing yeah like yeah. so this one woman she spent almost like half Viking a year scalds and whatnot living with the Bushmen of Botswana in Namibia and she believes that the regular interaction with members of a group is what gave us our aptitude for stories and song hmm Um. But, how we make sense of the world because we're bored of each other fairly quickly right because during the day all we would do is like if we have to communicate with each other it's about work stuff and after a while that becomes tedious and boring and yeah they were like how was your day pretty good saw a buffalo how was yours same Same. saw a buffalo right and so at the end of the day they used the sort of gather around the fire eat food as a way to not talk about work um, and they would share stories about the village they grew up on or some family members. And it was like the way that they would share and create stories that they, you know, would then pass along oral tradition sort of thing. Mm, and they, think okay. too, oral that's also tied traditions. to why, at least in America and I think in other cultures, like after work is done, a lot of people like to go out and get that drink because it's a way that they can not think about work anymore. Sit around, but then be sit social. Around and tell stories.
0: Oral traditions.
1: Oral. Give oral. Tradition
0: of getting oral. Traditionally. traditionally.
1: Yeah. Have some beers. Give some oral. Yeah. That's Hopefully get is some am- oral. This is America. Rep- reciprocity, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Given, ye shall Can't receive. Let
0: everybody have a great night with their mouths wrapped around each other's privates. This that's is it. Yeah.
2: Good.
1: Yeah. Get, give as long as there's
2: consent. Enthusiastic, yes.
0: continuous
2: consent. consent.
0: Be giving. Oh, giving lover. Touch, yes. Get that tongue action going. This is. Touch. <laughs> Touch. I'm trying to help Just, out.
1: <laughs> babe, you know how you help out? Yeah. Shh. Shh. Sh- okay. Shut up. <laughs> so going back to the more modern time, <laughs> um, when the Girl and Boy Scouts were formed in the early 20th century, these groups embraced the campfire story, and it became an integral part of both of the organizations. In fact, um, the first edition of the Boy Scouts Handbook had an entire chapter dedicated to camp- campfire craft? campfire craft campfire craft. Camp, craft camp craft okay couldn't read my own handwriting crafting camp um the art of telling campfire stories the camp art. crabs like when yes you... crabs so you would get your crab batch after telling a campfire after crab... after you f- after you fucked johnny and his crabs in his crabs you got a New. badge uh jesus christ, christ. The criteria for a proper campfire story going back to the ni- early 1900s. Step one, have
0: crabs. Is
1: that the story has to be not, these are not my words, but there's Indian legends, war stories, ghost stories, detective stories, stories of heroism, history of life, or a talk about the star.
2: History of life. Once upon a time, there were dinosaurs.
1: And then they all died. People history of life. Love it. There's people. People. There may be some fishies in there we don't know. It's whatever the good Jesus tells us. And over time those stories kind of involve or um evolved into like more of the spooky sort of scary stories. Okay. Spooky. Style. And one of those spooky stories is the story of the hook. I'm making a oh, hook shape with my hands. a classic. Full hook hand and it was very horrifying. Hook hand. It's a lot of hooks. Yes. There are numerous variations of the story, but this is an urban legend about a killer with a hook for a hand attacking ah. a young couple in a parked car. Um, as one version tells it, a couple is, air quote, cuddling. Okay. Oh, they're necking. They're naked neck cuddling. Oh, my God. Her hands are
2: covered in Braille cream. <laughs> yeah, mm. They're, mm. Yes,
0: and they're slipping and sliding against each other. Like yes. two seals.
1: <laughs> yes, they're having they're sex oh, like oh, seals. Oh. Yes. Yes, cuz exactly they make seal they noises.
0: This is doing a very it. popular section of Pornhub. I will have you know. And they
2: feed each other live fish. <laughs> out of the vagina Can you imagine mouth.
3: imagine
0: this awful porn where they're in the yes. Can sliding over each
2: other and throwing fish into each other's mouth before porking. Just, just like people covered in brill cream, <laughs> slapping each other in the face with fish, and then they like swallow sardines whole <laughs> <and> in <laughs> a sexy way, but sexy. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, there's a
0: guy who's going, "Fucking, this is my shit."
1: Yes. So anyway, <laughs> as I couple, get,
2: someone's made it and someone's masturbated to it, a hundred percent. Yes,
1: you fucking know
2: it, hundred percent. So
1: anyway, they are cuddling okay. uh, in the car <laughs> when it Go goes, the
2: fish. I just went to like cuddling with a fish, not cuddle fish.
1: Gross. Cuddle with cuddlefish. <laughs> Uh, so when a news bulletin breaks on the radio and interrupts them, a serial killer has just escaped from an institution nearby. News from the front. News from the front. Um, a man with a hook for a hand. A vicious murderer has escaped from the local institution. Be on the lookout. <laughs> a man with a he- hook a for a hand. A killer killer's on the loose. Yes. And uh, this murderous man has a hook for a hand. The this
2: sounds like the start of a very shitty escape room, by the way. <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, this voiceover feels like what you would get when you're,
1: like, in a really in shitty the first, escape room. first part of the escape room. Yeah. Uh, the couple... Sp- How will you escape the car? The couple, spooked, decide to leave. And when they arrive home, they find the hook hanging from the door handle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So now he's a hookless murderer. Now he's much
1: harder to identify. Yeah. That's yeah. the real scary
2: part That's of the story. The yeah. is now he's just out there hookless, yep. being a normal person.
1: Yeah. Killing people.
2: Yeah. Killing people. Just mashing them to death with a little, stum-
1: stump with his hand. Nubbin. A little
0: stumpy nubbin hand. I'm gonna beat you with my brain. force trauma. We've never seen a weapon like this. It's wrist. a hand like- stump.
2: They were like, we don't understand it. They're soft, fleshy indentations, but there's no finger marks. No fangies. No <laughs> fingies. Clearly,
1: this was made by a wrist. Yes. Uh, whip, the, whip. The alternative the alternate versions of the story are a touch more violent. Just a touch. Okay. Uh, In the variations, instead of being parked in Lover's Lane, the couple finds themselves. And I think we've touched upon some of these stories in like other podcast episodes. But the couple finds themselves in the middle of the woods. The man has to leave either because he's got to take a piss or the car broke down and he's going to go find help in the middle of the woods. Okay. he He wouldn't go that far if he had to take a piss. He had to dump out. I was going to say,
0: this is a poop situation.
2: (laughs) Yes. Because if you had to piss, I'd be like, don't go that far. I'm just going to go around the car. Just turn around and piss. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just going to piss against my tire. But I don't want to
0: watch them logs drop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't need to follow you to
1: the lumber mill. Yeah. (laughs) So he... In any event, I don't want to fight! fight (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, man, you could
2: go to Lowe's on your own. Oh shit. Oh Oh, man. You Guys, okay, I'm sorry. We were talking about the croissant earlier. A gigantic lizard just crawled onto my porch that I can see from this window. Yes. It's legitimately like a
1: foot long. Is he pooping? (laughs) Does (laughs) he look like a croissant?
2: He's just taking it out of the grass now. No, you know what he looks like—a fucking lizard. And you know what? I'm not as scared of it.
1: Name him Godzilla. Okay. Uh, give him a home.
2: If he's still there when we're done, I'll take a picture. But he's a huge lizard. Just ran at my house. Well, I he do not feel about, scared,
1: Krakow. I do not feel scared. I'm sorry. No, Go back to your story. I'm he, so sorry. He heard about the story of dumps and was like, I like dumps. And he wants <laughs> he a little was, in on the action. Yeah, yeah. So in either event, uh, the boy leaves, leaving the girl all alone. While she's sitting by herself in the car, she... Hears on the radio the bulletin about the escaped mental patient ba-dee, 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 with a hook for her hand. Ba-dee, 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 ba-dee. Uh, after listening to the report, she hears a thumping on the roof of the car, getting out. It's to in- the logs hitting the top of the He's car! Shitting He's shitting on top of the, the car! car! <laughs> getting out to investigate, <laughs> got- she
3: and looks
2: at the door handle and it's a turd! <laughs> it's covered in poo. <laughs> He's just smeared <laughs> shit all over his car. Oh my god. Now it's a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man now, is the real monster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. That's the moral of all of these all stories, the stories, by the way. <laughs> Humans you know, lick too.
1: Yeah. Oh my so god. she... She gets out to investigate, <laughs> and she finds the mental patient on the roof banging her boyfriend's severed head on top of the car. Oh, that- you
2: just said she finds the mental patient on the roof banging, banging the boyfriend her boyfriend full stop.
1: <laughs> Period. They're just going at it. And like uh, he's not even
0: really resisting. He seems kind of into he's it. He's totally into yeah. it.
1: Brill cream in his butthole. <laughs> Um yes. A similar variation has the girl hearing the bulletin on the radio and then hearing the sounds of scraping noises on the roof of her car, which she eventually discovers is from her partner's butchered body hanging from a tree. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um and if you're looking for gender equality murder, I got I some of that too. Am. Feminism. Yes. yes. Hashtag murderous feminism. Great. Uh there is a version of the story that has the man returning to the car to find his special lady friend dead with a hook embedded in her body. Whapow. Oh no. I was hoping for a version where the serial killer was a woman. No, 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 no. It's uh no. it's implied there's no gender given, but it's implied it's a man. There are yeah. no
0: female hook handed. Mental patience. No. You can look it up.
1: Um, other versions have These the girl getting out of the car to go look for her car mate after he does not return after some time, only to find his mutilated body nearby. But when she turns to run, the hookman captures and kills her too. No, you cannot escape the hook you man. You can't escape. Uh, yeah. So now the Hook men are
0: much more aerodynamic. That's how they can catch everybody. Because they don't have that added wind resistance of that hand.
1: True, the, the hook actually can cut through.
0: It cuts through the air.
1: Yeah. Slices through the air.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, so anyway, the Also, origins- he's really good at catching fish in those pornos. Mm-hmm. Jeez. To To feed them to their <laughs> steel fucking friends.
0: The, the, the hook-handed, brill-cream, backseat, sex, fish-feeding, hook-hand, feeding, hook-hand section of Pornhub. Surprisingly. Someone has made it, and someone has masturbated to it. <laughs> yep. Surprisingly popular. A lot of, <laughs> lot of selections in that catalog.
1: Now, the origins of the story of the hook are not really known. um I, you know, reading it, I'm like, well, obviously, this is a morality tale uh told to kids to be like, this is why don't you fuck. don't fuck, yeah, yep. because a murderous hook
0: hand man is going to feed you fish and try to have sex with your butt cream, grill Ex- cream, butt with
1: your butt cream, <laughs> with your butt cream, butt <laughs>
0: cream. <I mean, laughs> Real cream is He's a butt gonna cream. going to have
1: sex with your butt cream. your butt cream. Um, the story began to spread in the 1950s in the United States um, and was first published in, I want to say, the year 1960 in a Dear Abby article. Um, oh, this one what team, did Abby tell us to do? Uh, she Ooh. just published. So it was one of those, like, Dear Abby, if you want to you know, talk to the kids about... not going to lover's lanes and stuff here you should tell him this story and then she tells him the story about the hook-handed man she's like i've never gone to lover's lane with my boyfriend because of it i'm so scared so basically it was like some mom pretending to be a 16 year old some some fucking karen yeah Yeah. being like don't do it but anyway so it was published in dear abby in 1960 so it's kind of a it's had a 70-ish year history in the United States.
0: Published at least. This yeah. probably went on for much longer than that. Yeah. That lady heard it somewhere.
1: Um, And so David Mickelson of Snopes, which we is a website we all know and love. Um, we love it. Loves it. Actually believes that the origins of this story may have been inspired by the 1946 Texarkana Moonlight Murders, which I'm going to tell you about. Oh, yay! Ooh. Oh, my God. Look at Podcast Mom doing true crime. True crime. Out of Texarkana. Texarkana. Yeah. Yeah. So the moonlight murders were a series of unsolved murders. Little murders where they would moon them whilst distracted by a
2: full-fledged anus axe to the face. Yep. They're like, "Oh my
1: God, you're star, you're chocolate starfish." Mm, wow. Oh my good, my stars and your chocolate star. Oh, my word. <laughs> so they were a series of unsolved murders committed in the Natch Texarkana, hence the name. Uh, Area in the spring of 1946 by an unknown serial killer, the media dubbed the Phantom Slayer. The Phantom Slayer? Okay, that implies he slays phantoms? Uh, Yeah, or that he is a slayer who is a phantom.
0: It's it's the original Ghostbuster.
1: Yeah. Yep. He he busts
2: those ghosts
1: so hard. (laughs) So from February 22nd to May 3rd, 1946, the killer attacked eight people, killing five. The first couple Oh, three got away to tell the tale.
0: Not a great percentage.
1: No. The first couple attacked were Jimmy Hollis and Mary Larry, who were parked on Lover's Lane at Mary Larry. Correct. Arrest her mother. Agreed. (laughs) Mary Larry. Larry. Yeah. L.A.R.E.Y. So it's not like Larry. It's like Larray. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to say Larry. False. Jail. Yeah. <laughs> you go to jail, right to jail Yeah, Right to jail <laughs> You name your daughter Mary Larry, right to go jail, jail. You're like charging too much for sweaters <laughs> right, right to the jail, jail. Uh, They were parked on Lover's Lane at around midnight When a man wearing a white sheet Over his head with eye holes cut out Ordered oh them out Wait, of their car Is
2: he a ghost or is he a Klansman? Because it's Texarkana you can't know
1: He's a ghost Klansman <laughs> Oh Jesus No, they. He's the ghost of a Klansman which, you know, it's funny you mention that because when the... So, spoiler, Jimmy and Mary lived to tell the tale. Okay. So when they were both being interviewed by police, Mary was convinced that this was a black man underneath the hood. And I'm like, of course, casual racism. And her boyfriend, Jimmy, was like... Six no, Sticks Arcana a- in the 40s. That's not casual racism. Yeah, it's yeah. just straight up racism. It's just straight up racism. That's, that's aggressive racism. Meanwhile, Jimmy's like, no, it was a white guy. So they, like, neither one of them. But I'm like, how could... It was dark. It's midnight, and he has a sheet over his head, and you're being attacked. But
2: okay, okay, okay. It, let me just say this. Maybe it was a black man, and Mary could tell by like the eye holes. And the boyfriend is so dumb. He's just like, no, it was white because he's wearing Cause a white got sheet. A sheet. It's I white seen sheet. it was a white sheet. That's a white man. No, no, he is not Caucasian.
1: He is white. Yeah, straight. Um. So the, the the Phantom Slayer ordered them out of their car. He had Jimmy take his pants off and lay on the ground. I like
0: where this is going. Take off your pants. Put your butthole
3: to the
1: side. So, just put present asshole. So he had him just take off his pants, and then he pistol whipped him in the head twice, cracking his skull. That was all Why he did. did he take his
3: pants off. I don't
0: no <laughs> pistol whipped him. He pistol whipped his asshole
1: yes and his said, i was really like something is going to
2: happen to his butt nothing happens
1: to his butt spoiler no no the news did not print what happened to his butt well they printed what happened to mary's vagina something so happened i don't think happened face to down butt. ass
0: up that's the way no, we like yoga it's
1: the it's the 40s these are white people
2: he definitely got rammed in the ass, and it didn't make it into the media. Yeah. because women aren't as important as men. And he did not. True. Yeah, and, and he, could he not have that it
0: out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that he was he could
2: never recover from being publicly buttholed, <laughs> but publicly buttholed.
0: Public, publicly <laughs> buttholed to the to the point that he was like, you know what? I kind of get the appeal.
2: I got it. I got. And they had no idea you know who he was anymore. You know what? Next time I do it, I'm gonna have him slap me in the face with a fish first. <laughs>
0: There's money to be made, that's all I'm saying. So
1: he ordered Mary to just start running, (laughs) which she did, and he goes, no, no, not that way. Run that way. So she did. She starts running only to have him like fucking Michael Myers, slow, scary guy, catch up to her, find her and go, why are you running? Crack her over the face with the the gun. Gross. Assault her with the gun. Ew. Yep. And um, Really nasty. Yeah, and then just kind of left her there. So she ran away. Um, tried to like run up to people's houses and be like, help me, help me. And no one, people are like, no, shut the windows. Go away. Eventually got cops involved. um, So she made it to somebody's house. There's a
0: man with a sheet on his head who's butt ramming people. Yeah,
1: and Jimmy made it to somebody else's house. Um, The cops didn't believe them. Uh, They thought they were covering for somebody that they knew. And I'm like, "Why why would I cover for a guy I knew? Why would I make up a story about being raped by a gun to cover for a friend? Yes, like okay
0: because he didn't want to admit the butt stuff that he now he had an awakening yeah.
1: defund the This
0: <laughs> better not awaken
2: something and be yeah
1: <laughs> Um, he's like, he's like,
2: all right. He's like begrudgingly taking his pants off and lying on the all ground. Right. And <laughs> he just like puts his little chin on his hands. He's like, this better not awaken something in me. <laughs> but,
1: gee, golly, I hope this doesn't I, I awaken hope, me.
2: <laughs> I hope no one
0: attempts to awaken something within me. <laughs> within my, butt. I hope I'm not forever changed for the better
3: after this. <laughs>
1: So anyway, the pattern that emerged after this first attack was that the victims were male and female and were driving together. Uh, the next couple that was found in Lover's Lane, uh, both were killed the pair after that were not dating but there was a boy and a girl pairing they were found oh, so on the he side was of a road warming
2: up with the first one he did yeah that was
1: basically his warm-up and the next one he took to the next level and he shot and killed both of the people okay okay um and that then, makes sense and the couple after that same thing um both they were not parked on lover's lane it seemed that he may have flagged them down to kill them um but b- both were found either in and around the car okay um the final couple that was attributed to the phantom slayer doesn't really match the profile but due to the timing police think it's the same guy because this was a husband and wife couple that was murdered or a, the man was murdered in his home okay so it was a they were sitting there listening to the radio and dude got shot twice in the back of the head from outside
3: oh and okay then, that was the
1: mafia yeah and then yeah she when the wife saw this and was like oh my god Vince is dead. She goes to make if the crank asks, call because this is you're the police. you it was
0: the Phantom Slayer, all right?
1: So she goes to make her crank call and the guy <laughs> shoots <laughs> her <laughs> twice in the face. She oh. lives. Oh. She left, as the police said, a trail of horror of blood and teeth throughout the house because he shot her in the face. Yeah. And teeth just kept falling out. Fucking 50 cent. Anyway, she lived. Yeah, um, she don't walk with a limb.
2: No. Because he like,
1: shot her in the face. Because <laughs> he <laughs> shot her in the face. So anyway, police attribute those to a <laughs> at that attack. I'm sorry,
2: that's not funny. That was awful. Um, and that woman is incredibly strong.
1: And uh, yeah, so they they don't people have an idea of who it is. They thought it was a petty thief, but he's never been tried, never been convicted. That, Everyone's dead.
2: Yeah, that doesn't feel petty to me. No. no. He's he shooting someone in the thief. face.
1: <laughs> yeah, or in the back of the head, like woof, buddy. Yeah, if he double tapped that dude. hmm Yeah. So anyway, um, this
2: <laughs> the Yakuza shows up and they're like, you say it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so understandably, <laughs> this created a lot of concern for parents and the town. And no one went outside after dark for a really, really long time. So this guy from Snope seems to think this could be the basis of the story. Don't go out in lover's lane. Instead of the hook hand man, it's kind of similar to the dude that's just going to come with a sheet over his head. Yeah. That story. is yeah. much scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yes, because I
2: could maybe outrun hookhand man, but I cannot outrun a bullet. No, no, you cannot.
0: And you but you also can't outrun yourself, especially if it turns out you like butt stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny is the other victims that they found. I don't know if they did the right if they looked into it, but none of them were sexually assaulted after oh. that first couple. Weird. So he just decided, yeah, that didn't do it for me. Murdering them was way better for my jack. Okay. Off. Yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like he got his he got off in a different way. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Good possibility of that.
1: Yeah. Gross. Uh, The literary scholar Christopher Pittard thinks the Hook story can be traced back to the 1913 novel The Lodger, not because it involves car murders, but because the stories of each are, quote, built on threefold relationship of crime, dirt, and chance, which is exactly the type of shit I would expect a literary scholar to spew at me. Nobody. It's not the same thing.
2: Crime, like, Dirt, and Chance, also a very small subset of the Pornhub community. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So I was just like, nobody. But there like, are a nobody. lot of passionate
2: users. Very yeah. passionate. Yeah. Dirty, dirty, passionate users. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: so I'm going to completely ignore this literary scholar because he's stupid. Clearly. I agree. Went to school for years to learn about dumb books. What Loser. an idiot. <laughs> okay. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, let's calm down. <laughs> whatever he I mean, polishing my literary degree i was like yeah fuck your literary degree tuna so okay, you're all bullshit come down, sp- down spanish neither one of us use ours <laughs> we all have stupid degrees agreed bobs is in screenwriting yeah yeah uh, so anyway, that is. I the st- write every day. <laughs> that is the story. So of I. the hook. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish anymore, and that is the hey, story of the hook. Hey, but there? I have a hook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the hook. Uh, yeah.
0: Which leads us to this beer that is delicious.
2: Yeah. So it is really good. So again, this is Campfire Amplifier Excavation Bark. Yeah. Um, from Dogfish Head, it's six point five. Yep. Which is nice. It is. Dark as fucking night, you guys. It like, is. no light escapes this beer. This yes. is a stouty stout, let me yeah. tell you. It is a stouty stout. It is a milk stout brewed with graham crackers, cinnamon, marshmallows with cocoa powder, and vanilla beans added. Added.
0: And they, they add that stuff in such a delightful and subtle uh, uh, amount that you are not obliterated by weird, weird lip gloss tasting. Yeah. Phony baloney flavors. I actually find this to be quite nice.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. And I think that what we have learned from doing three dark beers in a row, which is unusual for our show, yes. is that these really are better once they warm, warm up, up a little bit. These oh, yeah. aren't great straight out of the fridge. No now I actually that didn't
0: mine straight out of the fridge. Uh, I
2: didn't either. But now that it's warmer, now it's I smell the vanilla and the graham cracker yep. and the yeah. cinnamon. It's like It has such a, a
1: much more depth to it now. Yeah, I yeah. love the smell of this beer. Yeah, it smells it's, it's, great. It smells like a good s'more.
2: It
0: smells great. Tastes
2: good, too. Mm-hmm.
1: It go tastes long. really
2: good. It. The smell made me nervous that it was going to edge towards that raisiny mm-hmm. high ABV. Yeah. But it doesn't have that. It's actually a very... It's a, It's not an easy drinker. It's still no, heavy. It's a sipper. But it's very smooth. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Perfect
1: for sitting over a campfire telling spooky stories and it, getting this would f- be in the face This would be delightful to
2: drink while being fucked by a man with a hook and being slapped in the face with a fish.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Well,
2: hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a <laughs> winner.
0: Guess what I like? <laughs> what do you like? I like hand jobs from ghost hitchhikers. That's always fun to get. Yep. You know what I'm Sure. I love, I love Brill Cream, the Brill Cream Sardine section of Pornhub. I also like hitchhiking Russian bears. Yeah, but you know what I hate more than anything being hip? from Wisconsin is Chicago. Melissa wins. <laughs> oh,
2: <no. laughs> I win for re. I lose for regional racism. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, that's good. This was fun. We when we picked this topic, we were like, hmm. I wonder if there's enough there. There. Yeah. This was fun. This it's was been a, a while point. since we've done Urban Legends.
0: Yeah, and this was it. a really good one. Like, you know, it was fun. These are, like, cool stories that, like, I've heard versions of.
1: Yeah. There's, never, and there's you know. multiple versions of all of these. It's like what you heard is very close to what somebody else heard, but, like, there's one or two things that are slightly different. Slightly different. Yeah. And, Yeah. And to hear the origins and like where they possibly came from is kind of cool, too. Yeah. And you do kind of assume that
2: they're all based on a morality tale because that's where most of our stories yeah. come from. Mm-hmm. It seemed like yours a lot more so than mine. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck before
1: marriage in a car, kids. That's Yeah. The moral I feel like the, the moral of
2: mine is don't try to fuck a ghost
1: or don't pick up strange women at bars and drive them home yeah yeah
0: no because ab- like if you get the opportunity to fuck a ghost you absolutely should do it and i don't i haven't seen Ye- any morality tale that says you shouldn't
2: yes and if you do send us an email boozebrewspodcast yeah, oh, at gmail.com yeah please yeah. do please do
1: uh well th- th- thank you guys for listening this week Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in come back next week there'll be more booze and there'll be more bros <laughs> until then cheers, cheers. yeah Can- i did like clinky